This is Carrie and Michelle, and welcome to Raising Your Consciousness. This is a space to raise our consciousness and reach our full spiritual potential. And that's through spiritual, esoteric, and even magical practices. We're here to bring happiness and meaning back into your life. Let's get started. Good afternoon, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about a really exciting subject. We're going to be talking about twin flames and soulmates. Mm. No, twin flames and soulmates are two totally different things. And it's a, it's a really, yeah. really interesting. Yeah, so maybe topic. Michelle, like the first thing, if you could define for us the difference between a twin fr- flame and a soulmate. Yeah, absolutely. So a twin flame is the other half of you. It's the other half of your soul. And a soulmate is a person that you've gone through lifetime after lifetime with, with a soulmate, you're going to have an instant connection, you're going to feel like you've known them forever, you're going to just love them so much. And there's going to be a lot of compatibility with a twin flame, not so much. It's definitely an instant connection. Okay, and you don't know why. And you almost feel compelled to chase after them like you can't live without them. However, it can be a very tumultuous relationship. And the reason for that is because we're not necessarily supposed to be with our twin flame in every lifetime. The only time we're really ever supposed to be with our twin flame is in the lifetime in which we ascend. And that means that both parts have to be at that level. So for instance, I may be at the level of ascension, but my other half may not have reached that. And so it can be really difficult because when you meet them, you're so drawn to them and it can be very toxic because you're wanting them to evolve with you. You're wanting them to see things the way you see things. And they may not have overcame those things yet that you may have already overcame. And a lot of times they can be a complete opposite. So you think of it kind of like a mirror of yourself. So in a mirror, you're seeing the opposite, kind of like um, when we get on like videos and you see that reflection and your hand is, you raise your hand and it's on the left and it's really, right. no, it's like, it's, it's that weird kind of thing. Is that left or is that right? Kind of thing. They're going to see things different because it's the opposite of you. A lot of times it can be explained as feminine and masculine, mm-hmm. but One of the things that I know for sure is your twin flame isn't always supposed to be or isn't always a sexual relationship. For instance, my twin flame is my sister. Oh, that's so interesting. So you can have a relative that's a twin flame. It's not doesn't necessarily have to be like a love relationship. Well, so a lot of times when two people that are twin flames that are same sex, they can actually get into a lesbian relationship just because of the industry that's so strong. And I think honestly, I'm, 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 (laughs) I'm heterosexual Uh (laughs) and, and I, I can see how if she wasn't my sister, Mm -hmm. I could have been drawn to her at a level that it might've confused my own sexuality. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a it's a really interesting thing. But here's the interest. Here's what's really interesting is my sister really looks like the opposite of me. Like 
I'm I'm a brunette and I have olive skin and hazel eyes mm -hmm. and my eyes go from green to brown, green to brown. And sometimes they're golden brown, some of them are a little bit darker green brown and then sometimes they're really green. Mm -hmm. My sister is blonde and she has that real ivory skin. Whoa. And she has blue eyes. She has really big boobs. I have smaller boobs. She has more of a Barbie doll sort of thin, like mm -hmm. long legs, real. And I have more thicker, bigger butt, hourglass figure kind of thing. And she's more, you know, topper, top heavy with long, slender legs. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's sort of like I have the butt, she has the boobs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting the sense that you guys would, you balance each other mm -hmm. out, like well, um, physically and emotionally. Well, and interesting too, is we always go through the same thing. Like when I'm going through a specific challenge, I can call her up and she can, she will either say that she's going through it as well, or she will say that she just recently went through that. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes she'll go through it like right behind me, but we're, we're like almost on almost like, you know, how two women line up with their periods. Right. <laughs> it's kind of mm -hmm. like that, but not with the period. It's, it's like, we're going through the same things, but her decisions are always different than mine. It's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you feel like she chooses kind of the opposite path or an alternate path than you would choose? Mm -hmm. She absolutely, she sees things completely different than the way I do. And things that I would never tolerate or put up with, she does. Mm. I had to, to evolve, I had to learn how to accept that. I had to, you know, for my ascension, I had to, had to move into a space of loving her regardless of the steps that she takes or the direction that she moves. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. So both of us have been in this very highly evolved spiritual path. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have always sought out direction and instruction. I've, I've always had a teacher since my 20s. Mm -hmm. okay. So I've, and I prayed for one and one would show up. So I've always had one. And I, I would always suggest when I get one, some like the one I had Patrick, she met him once, but she never would go to him after that. She said, oh, I'll just channel him or I'll meditate and get him to meet me in the astral plane or whatever. And she would try to work things out differently than I did. And she doesn't have any kind of um, education. And so when she would um, do like astral projection or travel in different dimensions and mm -hmm. things like that, it actually created some trauma for her. Because she didn't have the education. She didn't know how to protect herself. She experienced a lot of trauma to the point to where she had to be hospitalized. Oof. And yeah, I know it's the, the pain that she's had to go through has made me very um, sympathetic and um, compassionate as opposed to a point in my life where I would have been trying to force her. I did. I mean, there's plenty of times where I've tried to force her into, I'm paying for this class, you're taking it. And I would pay for it. You know? Okay, well, let me step back for a second. So is your sister older or younger than you? She's eight years younger. Eight years younger. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Now, now here's an interesting, interesting thing. Um, my mom was pregnant with twins. 
and she had a miscarriage. And then right after that, she had me and then she had my brother and then she had my sister. And ever since we were young, like young, we've always said that we were the twins that she miscarried. Mm. I don't know where that came from, but we, Mm -hmm. we were supposed to be twins. So. Right. Right. (laughs) One just came a little later. Yeah, I know. I know. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just interesting when you look at those things, because she always takes a different path. She says, no, I can figure this out on my own. And I'm like, I'm always about, I want the education to know that, know how to do this right. right. And, and, and because of her decisions and the way that she makes her choices in life, it's caused her so much pain. And I'm about learn and get over it and move on and (laughs) learn from this, find a different way, you know? And, and so there's a, there's just a lot there, you know, now a lot of times I meet people that believe because a psychic has told them that somebody was their twin flame and then they go chasing after that person Mm -hmm. and they feel frustrated because the other person isn't wanting to be with them or they're making choices that's keeping them from being with that person. Mm -hmm. And they're hiring psychics to do spells and stuff, you know, to try to get that person in alignment with them. When the reality is, is they're so focused on healing or fixing the person that's their twin flame instead of working on their self because it's really about balancing out that fear within yourself. Right. You know, you have to make that alchemy of in that duality. And if you don't, then you're not ready for that ascension process. Mm-hmm. So when I say ascension, it's, it's about it being your last lifetime. You know, we've lived multiple lifetimes, right? Multiple, both. I know I have. I know I've worked a lot of them. <laughs> we had a whole episode on the multiple lifetime. No, I know. I've lived a lot of them. And, how, and the ones that I've talked about, that's just the highlights, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lived a lot of lifetimes. And I am I believe that I'm in a stage where I'm working on my last one. Now, will I succeed? I have no idea. But I'm hopeful. <laughs> sure. I hope you're doing great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So I think that my sister as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, working on her last lifetime. And I think she's working on that ascension, but she's just doing it differently because she's the other half. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's the feminine aspect of me and I'm that masculine aspect mm-hmm. of the soul. And if you knew us, you would understand that, you know, you would see that she's definitely the feminine aspect and I'm the masculine aspect. A lot of people think I'm extremely feminine, but I'm really internally, I have a lot of masculine qualities. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I get yeah, along with men really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like most of my friends over the years have always been men mm-hmm. because I, I have, um, it's easier for me sometimes with them, or I uh, end up with friends that are like you, that are highly intelligent, you know, that have a tendency of being direct about things, you know, that kind of thing. But I have been working on the feminine aspect of myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's made it easier for me to actually have relationships with people that are that 
like my sister, for example, that are more feminine. So do you think that um, the twin flames that appear in our life? Well, first of all, I have two questions. Let me start with. Okay. Okay. So can we have multiple twin flames or is twin flame something where you only have one twin flame and multiple soulmates? Yeah. So you only have one twin flame multiple soulmates and then do you think so the twin flame maybe like as a purpose like you're meant to teach each other things in this lifetime well a lot of times you don't incarnate in the same lifetime and majority of the lifetimes you don't so to meet your twin flame it usually means that you have evolved it doesn't mean that you're ascending that lifetime it just means you have evolved into the point to where at least you bump into each other (laughs) right right you can be it can be a person that you're not attracted to but you're drawn to and you don't know why Mm -hmm. um there's there's a lot of different things that could have happened to you know like they could live in another country or you know all the way across the world you know right right and and you may may never ever ever meet that person Mm -hmm. but but there is something that just draws you to them, like that magnetic connection that you just can't get away from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So is that that one of the ways? So one of the questions I had was, mm-hmm. how do you know when you think when you might think that somebody you're interacting with is a twin flame? Is there any way to know? Well, there's a lot of signs. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's really impossible to really know to know mm-hmm. unless you have evolved virtually to be able to like really know, mm-hmm. sure. you know, from an intuitive, empathic, clairvoyant sort of space. But most people usually go to a psychic and they tell them and the accuracy of that is most likely going to be way off. <laughs> right, right, right. A lot of times psychics tell you what they what you want to hear. Right. Not the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait a second. So I got backed up here. So you asked me um, if there's there's only one and then mm-hmm. they don't always incarnate in the same lifetime. How do you know if they are? It's, it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. It's not really important that you do know. What's important is that if you are in, a, in that kind of toxic sort of drawn to, I can't get away from relationship, there's a really high possibility that it is. And it's not, and if it's very toxic, it, it's probably best that you pull from that person because it's not the right lifetime. Because if you haven't ascended enough to be able to accept that person and allow them to be different from you, mm. to have different views, different ways, you know, Mm-hmm. different thoughts, you know, different lifestyles, you know, right, right. <laughs> and be able to accept them completely. Like you may have a twin flame that's polyamorous mm-hmm. and you're really Christian or, or, or Muslim or something like that. And that twin flame is, you know, very, right. it's not going to work for you in this lifetime. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so yeah. that person uh, that feels so drawn to them is going to want to try to change them. And that's not your job to do that. Right. You're, you have to allow them to evolve enough to where they're ready to make those um, compromises. And if they're not ready, you can't make them. 
Mm-hmm. And most likely if they're not ready and you're trying to make them, then you're not ready. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. it does seem to me like you've had um, the f- good fortune of incarnating with your twin flame with your sister in this lifetime. I'm wondering if there are any like strong lessons that you've learned from being with your sister in this lifetime. I think the biggest lesson has been acceptance Mm -hmm. and allowing her to take the path the way that she chooses and that she's designed to come into this lifetime to do and to learn the way that she needs to learn. So letting go of control maybe Mm -hmm. uh, a good lesson. I mean, it's a good lesson for all of us. Well, I mean, doing this path work that we've been doing, Mm -hmm. you know, with our, our practices and our, our um, esoteric order that we've been involved in has been life changing for me, especially in my relationship with her. Mm -hmm. Because there was a point in which when she was falling apart, I felt that I had to carry her. And if I wasn't there every day to make sure she was okay, that she wasn't going to survive. And then when I started feeling like she was stronger, and I could go on with my life, I started slowly pulling away. And every time I pull away for a week, she'd like roll back. And I would feel that responsibility. Now, when I met Shane, I made the commitment to myself that I'm just going to go ahead and allow her. She's got to, she's got to learn, you know, I can't carry her. So then she fell and she fell hard and the guilt that I felt Mm-hmm. overwhelming. And I remember having a conversation with one of my proctors about it, you know, and I was just crying and crying because sure. I felt so much guilt because she was in the hospital. Yeah. And I felt like that's my fault because I didn't, I backed away from her and they were like, no, you need to understand that she's got to take She's got to learn the way she learns and you can't control her life and your life too. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was really hard. But what the, what I came to understand is I stopped telling her how to do things mm-hmm. and how she should do things and trying to help her. Mm-hmm. And I just started listening and just accepting. Yeah. Regardless of what it was listening and accepting and being with her just showing up and being with her. So the difference in how I'm with her now is just I'm with her. Right. So now, it's like a, a detachment of it. Well, sort of it's le- letting go of control is what it yeah. is. And, yeah. That's and, hard. It's really hard. Yeah. When you feel this huge responsibility for her, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. and I felt like that, she couldn't do it by herself. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a typical thing that a lot of um, uh, twin flames go through, whether it's male or female, you know, or female, female, male, male, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Th- that's a typical thing that happens with them is they, they feel like that they've got to carry the other person or fix the other person to make them evolve. Yep. And I went through that myself and felt like those exact feelings but what she really needed was just me being there so I will call her up and say hey um I need some help organizing my closet you want to come over (laughs) 
and she likes to do that kind of stuff yeah yeah so so she's like all right i'll come over and and i said i've still got some unpacking i just moved and i'm feeling overwhelmed will you come over and help me and she's like yeah mm-hmm. so it came over this the couple of things were done really fast and it wasn't a whole lot and then I said, hey, let's go run to the store. There's a couple of places that I wanted to go to. And she looked at me and she goes, you really didn't need my help, did you? And I Aww. go, I just wanted to see you. And she goes, you don't have to come up with excuses to see me. I'll just be with you. And I go, okay. You know, <laughs> and it was a, it was very sweet. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I do have a tendency of trying to create something to see her like, hey, you want to come over and make soaps? <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, or I just got this new candle making kit and I've been dying to call her up and see if she wanted to come over and make candles, you know. And she's like, you can just ask me to come over. I'll just come see you. And which is very sweet. I mean, we adore each other. I mean, we really do. But the um, relationship in the past was her leaning on me. Mm-hmm. And if she didn't, she fell. Yeah. And now that's not the way it is. I'm just there if she needs me, whatever that is. If she's crying, I come over, I hold her. I don't tell her what to do. I don't tell her how to fix it. I'm just loving her. Just mm-hmm. there. Just being and accepting whatever space that she's in and allowing it to happen and let her run through her path by herself. Oh, you know? that's wonderful. Yeah. The bottom line is about balancing out that fear within ourselves because my big fear was seeing her crash. Oh yeah. Well, you don't want to see anybody suffer. I think that's probably, um, but then I thought like knowing you, like that's kind of a general fear that I think you have. You don't want to see anybody suffer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, and I felt that it was my responsibility and I think it's a first child thing, you know, (laughs) <laughs> you know, they always say the oldest always feels like that, you know, the big sister. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's the baby sister. Yeah. So let's talk about soulmates. Yeah, I want to talk about soulmates. Because what's interesting to me is what you're saying about there can be multiple soulmates. Like it's not just one person, you can have multiple soulmates. Mm-hmm. You can have a lot. And see, soulmate is a person that you've experienced a lifetime after a lifetime after a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, some people even say they're part of your soul family. Mm. You know, whether it's true or not, you know, like a group of people incarnate all together, you know, <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. But um, whether that's true or not, it's a soulmate is definitely somebody that you 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 have an instant connection with. You bond really easy. It's an easy relationship. Right. As opposed to, you know, a twin flame is a hard relationship. And right. it's tumultuous, right? And difficult and challenging. And you really have to be evolved to have a relationship. Yeah, it can drive you crazy. Yeah. I mean, who wants that? You know, you yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have the soulmate. <laughs> absolutely. I'll take a soulmate any day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A soulmate is like I said, it's a person that you've um you've had these lifetimes with and you you have an instant connection. It's not toxic. They usually will support you. They're always on your side. They're always gonna like be there for you. As opposed to a twin flame might argue with you or tell you you're wrong or push you to your limits or be in competition with you or be envious of you or, or any of those more negative emotions. Yeah, that's not there's, fun. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, because what you're seeing is the reflection. 
Okay. So it's going to be painful to see that because it's the things that either you've overcame that's really hard for you and that person hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, so it's showing you your deepest fears, you know, that person will be like right in your face with your deepest fears. You know? Yeah. yeah they challenge you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And a soulmate isn't going to do that. They're going to mm-hmm. support you. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, I'm here I'm here for you. I'm going to support you. I'm on team Michelle or I'm on team. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like whatever choice you make, I'm for it, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And they're going to be like your cheerleader. Yeah. That, you know, a soulmate Mm -hmm. is always going to be your cheerleader. They're going to see the best in you. Mm. Your twin flame is not going to see the best in you. Right. Right. Because they're reflecting on, think about it. When I see them, they're projecting my worst fears. And when they see me, I'm projecting their worst fears. Yeah, it's sort of terrifying, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the soulmate thing, you know, that's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it Absolutely. is the way to go, the way to go. It's not a union of the soul in the physical way mm-hmm. with the twin flame a lot of people think that they think oh this is supposed to marry and you know that kind of thing you know so what happens if your twin flame is gay and you're straight right are you going to try to convert them (laughs) good luck you know the ones that have successful relationships can honor those things and be okay with it Mm -hmm. and say oh I'm okay but I I think people get so mixed up like they think that this is the other half of me so it's like I'm not going to be happy unless I have that but you'll be much happier if you just go for the soulmate (laughs) exactly yeah it sounds like there's a lot to be learned from a twin flame but they might not be the best partner like they might not be the best life partner for you yeah I mean you may not be in the lifetime that you're ready to learn that either yeah, that's true too. That mm. might take some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else do you have when it comes to that? Well, I feel after learning the definitions of twin flame and soulmate, I'm better able to see who in my life um, is a soulmate. I don't know that I've met my twin flame. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they're out there somewhere, but I do have lots of soulmates. And I think you're one of my soulmates. Oh, I definitely think. Yeah, that. so I think <laughs> meant to be. And we probably have many more soulmates out there, um, yeah. which is lovely to think about. It's lovely to think about, um, you know, moving from lifetime to lifetime with people that you care deeply about. And maybe these strange transitions from being, you know, friends to being, you know, relatives to something else. Uh, so yeah, I've learned a lot. I appreciate this. Yeah, I think that it's important to really kind of understand that. And I really felt like we needed to do a podcast on this because, you know, so many people are just they're making the same mistakes I made, you know, whether it's a physical relationship or a desire to have a physical relationship or feeling like you have to merge with that person in, in that type of physical union. It's not the goal. Right. The goal is more of a spiritual goal. It's a it's a union of the soul that unites the soul in a very spiritual way mm-hmm. where you're able to reflect on the other half of yourself and accept it. Right. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we covered the subject. I and think we did too. And I'm hoping everyone can find, you know, that at least their soulmate or mates and maybe their twin flames. And if they find their twin flames, perhaps they can learn from it, <laughs> experience it. Maybe this isn't the lifetime for a relationship with your twin flame. A lot of times if you find that you think somebody is your twin flame and it's because you have a lot in common, it's probably because they're a soulmate. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the main thing I've gotten out of this mm -hmm. is that um, twin flame is a much different relationship than a soulmate. Mm -hmm. Now, it, it isn't to say that you wouldn't have things in common because my sister and I have a lot in common. We just make choices differently. Yeah, you're a little bit, you know, it's like a mirror reflection. Right. Like there's uh, definitely similarities, right? But there are also, it's uh, in an inversion. Mm -hmm. And if you do meet your twin flame, run. <laughs> This is Michelle's twin flame advice. All right. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, unless you are really ready to go seek out a spiritual teacher to help you through this process, <laughs> I read somewhere that it is not advisable to engage in a relationship of any sort with your twin flame unless you have some kind of spiritual teacher guiding you through the process. That makes complete sense. And I have to say that I would not have been able to get where I am if it wouldn't have been for my teachers. So, yeah, sure. So it seems like you were set up for, you know, the right situation. You had your twin flame that you could not avoid because <laughs> your twin flame is your sibling. Yes. I <laughs> and am. then thankfully a teacher came into your life. Yes, yes. To mediate that relationship. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it is. But see, that, that was my choice, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was the direction that I've always chosen is to be as educated as I can and to learn as much as I can, you know. Mm -hmm. So everybody's different. Yeah, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Some people want to wing it. And mm -hmm. like, you're not a wing it kind of person. You're a study it kind of person. Well, what was it when we were studying astrology? What is Gemini? Gemini, is Gemini immutable? Is Gemini mutable? Yes, or is Gemini is mutable. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that makes sense because she's Gemini. Yeah. And I'm a fixed sign. I'm a Leo. Yep. So, so I'm like, order, do things, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes, forward, there go. is a method. <laughs> <laughs> And and she sort of like wing it, you know. <laughs> Let me just fly by it. I don't need somebody to teach me. Yeah. Anyway, it's mm -hmm. funny. And that's okay because that's the sign she was born in. So that's the way that she's supposed to do it. Absolutely. So, anyways, I hope you guys learned something from this and we'll see you in the next podcast. Have a wonderful day. Hi, this is Michelle, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you for engaging in this podcast and taking this journey with us where we are raising your consciousness. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and on Facebook so that you can actually engage with us, ask us questions, offer some suggestions or anything that you would be willing to, you know, throw out there for us. We want to engage with our public. We look forward to hearing back from you and starting this journey. See you next time.